Welcome in to Potty Pod Cinema. I am Dan, with me as always is Andy, and we're back with coming attractions and news and trailers, and we have a good amount of both. Uh, excited about things that are starting this week. We got quite a few trailers, actually, this week um, that look pretty good, and uh, it's starting off. 2023 is getting rolling. We've got some good things. We had the Golden Globes last night. I didn't watch it because I, I don't want to watch the award. Yeah, the award shows I don't care about because if something happened that's of note... I will have found it on YouTube, or it'll be on Reddit, or you know something will let me know, and then I can just go through. You the mean list. something like the Eddie Murphy clip this morning? Oh, oh I didn't see god. that. What happened? You didn't watch it? I sent it to you. Okay. Oh god! So yeah, he he went up to accept an award. No idea what it was. Lifetime achievement. Who knows? And his speech, he said, "I just want to talk to every young dreamer out there that's working to become a, a star." And he goes, "There really is a blueprint, and I've stuck to it my whole life." And it's it's simple to do, to become to become famous. He goes, listen, there's three things you got to do: pay your taxes, mind your own business, and keep Will Smith's wife's name out of the fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! Uh, everybody in there lost it. <laughs> that's so good. Awesome. That was great, and he's like screaming it at the end. You know, he is. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> people losing their minds. Uh, apparently, there was an awful Whitney Houston joke, which to me sounds like it's probably pretty great. It was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, he got the Cecil B. DeMille Award, which is like the yeah, lifetime achievement. Awesome. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Top Gun Maverick, Bob Odenkirk, and Abbott Elementary among biggest Golden Globe snubs. Oh. Oh, I thought oh, Abbott. Awesome. Well, so uh, Quentin Brunson won some stuff, and as did um, uh, oh, what's his name? Um, no, Abbott Elementary won best musical or comedy TV series. I don't. Why is the bear included in musical or comedy TV series? I wouldn't Thank consider you. that. It's just horseshit. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> it's such horseshit. Yeah, um... didn't even try to hide this. Uh, yeah, because it couldn't have won for drama. Uh, and it couldn't beat out Better Call Saul in the final season. So they're like, you know what? We'll just go ahead and move it over to music and comedy. Some of these are just so ridiculous. Like, Kevin Costner won for Yellowstone over Bob Odenkirk in his swan song season of Better Call Saul, over old uh, Jeff Bridges and Old Man, over Diego Luna and Andor, and and over Adam Scott and Severn. You could have given me any of those. Granted, I haven't really watched Yellowstone a ton, but all of those are awesome. Doesn't matter. Yeah. He's acting like a cowboy, and the dude really lives in Montana. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's doing a lot of hard acting there, but whatever. The White Lotus? It's just crazy. The White Lotus won over Blackbird. That's just horrible. How does that happen? Like, even especially this season. I mean, last season mm-hmm. was better, but this season, that makes no sense. Oh, Taron Edgerton. Evan Peters won for Dahmer. I heard he was really good in that, though. So I didn't mean yeah. to get us derailed into the Golden Globes. It's just so dumb. Yeah, Tyler James Williams, uh, uh, Greg from uh, Abbott Elementary, won for Best Supporting Actor. I, I like that. He, he's he been fantastic. John Lithgow was up for that, so it was John Turturro. That's a tough one. Yeah, we got to get our we got to get our act together and get our award show out because this is just doo-doo. All right. All right. All right. Let's move on to what we actually had planned, and that's the coming attractions, which is much better. So uh, right off the bat, something we've been looking forward to ever forever is uh, The Last of Us on HBO 
is coming out January 15th, so that's on Sunday. Um, Joel and Ellie, a pair connected through the harshness of the world they live in, are forced to endure brutal circumstances and ruthless killers on a trek across post-pandemic America. This is based off of the video game, which is probably the best video game I think I've ever played. Like, it's certainly in the top five. Um, I, I think I played it when it was on PS3. I played it again when they redid it on PS4. Um, I will play it again when it's on PS5. PS5. I'm waiting for Lauren to, um, I don't know, like, owe me one. And that's what I'm going to chip, you know, call in that chip. Because it's just it's just such a fantastic video game. And so they're making a movie or a show. Um, Neil Druckmann is going to be directing quite a bit. They got Pedro Pascal to play Joel Miller, which is fantastic. Ellie Williams will, will play Bella Ramsey. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Bella Ramsey will play Ellie Williams. Um, you know her from Game of Thrones. She was in the latter part of the, the show where she played Liana Mormont, the, the young mm-hmm. child queen. Um, so I'm interested I to see. remember that. Yeah, I'm interested to see what she's like in that. Nick Offerman. Okay, so go ahead. Hold on. Before you go further mm-hmm. and explain what these people are in the show, don't spoil it because I've never played the game. Okay. <laughs> Well, those are the yeah. two main like, ones. Those are the two main ones. And I see Troy okay. Baker is going to be in one episode. He was the voice of Joel. He's actually a really prolific voice actor, especially in video games. Medley Linsky, I love, is going to be in it. Nick Offerman is going to be in it. Murray Bartlett, um, who was in I love her, yeah. Yeah, the original, uh, the first White season Lotus. of White Lotus. Uh, Anna Torv, that's interesting. Um, I haven't seen her in a while. I know, right? Um, she was good in Mindhunters. She is the daughter of one of the Warner Brothers. Yeah, that's what I heard. Okay. Okay. I'm in. I I'm mean, watching it. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the, the reviews are amazing. That's so, what I've heard. So, so far, yeah, every review I've seen is that people are just calling this absolutely an amazing show. Yeah. I so mean, I, I can't wait. You, you tell me, listen, I'm going to give you nine episodes of Pedro Pascal. Like, I'm in. But I didn't tell you what it's about. No, no, I'm in. <laughs> you don't need to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, you and you said Murray Bartlett's in it, so yeah, if it's a minor part. I don't care. He's in four episodes. Gabriel Luna, I love Gabriel Luna. Yeah, <laughs> I, oh, that's I really right. yeah, like I didn't even see that he was in it. I you know, he looks like he's one of the main parts. So uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone that I see so far in the show is just somebody that's amping up the excitement. There's there's no there's nothing bringing me down here. Yeah, <laughs> it all looks great. I did read, interestingly, that and again, this is coming from someone who hadn't played the games. Uh, they said they did tone down some of the violence a little bit from the video game. Uh, the directors were like, there just wasn't a need for the amount of violence yeah. to still be a scary and action-packed show. Yeah. So, it, you know, I think it's going to be a little bit more reminiscent of, like, you know, year one, two of Walking Dead, where it's more the tense feeling that they're there and mm-hmm. hiding from them and getting through that world without being attacked versus let's find machine guns and mow our way through the city. You yeah. know what I mean? To, to, to kill them all on our way to the next batch of zombies. I could be wrong, but it just, it feels like they're going to dwell more in the tense moments than they are in the action moments. Yeah. Well, and the thing is in the game, there's not a lot of parts where it's like, uh, it's not a horde of zombies coming out and you have to mow them down. Like a lot of it is very, you have to sneak around. You want to silently kill them because if you, they all, so what it is, is it's a fungus. It's basically a fungus and it grows and grows. Mm. And they, um, the zombies, they don't have, they lose eyesight and they just hear by like echolocation. So they make this like, clicking sound that's unbelievably creepy if you've seen the the trailer you can 
you'll hear yeah, it. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah. Um, but there's also, you know, it's post-apocalyptic. So there's some rapscallions out there that are causing havoc and, you know, might want to kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, you're trying to be as quiet. You're trying to make your way as quiet as possible. And they basically have to go from New York City to um, a university in Colorado where they think there might be a possibility of a cure. Um, and so that's the whole thing is them trying to make it to Colorado. And occasionally they get a car to go from, you know, chapter to chapter but for most part they're walking through things and so yeah if you've never oh, you're an xbox guy oh you're such a loser um yeah if you've never played what, what it you're an xbox guy this is only on playstation <laughs> it's a playstation oh is that right yeah it's okay. a playstation exclusive um well you know if they made their uh their consoles available to buy then maybe i'd have bought one in you fact, can we, get we one get you one. can get we got we got a guy that can get you we got a guy that could have gotten you one last year so that that excuse is not well. Fun. Yeah, a year ago I didn't have six hundred dollars to spend on the kit on a nine year old, but uh, now that he turned ten, uh-huh. that so that so is... it's for him. It's not for you. Why don't you get three hundred for him and three hundred for you, and then it was his Christmas gift, the Xbox uh, X Series X. Okay. Uh, but yeah. So we're gonna lie to each other. That's how we're gonna start the show. That, that's how we're doing this. Listen, All right. I heard you say Rapscallions earlier. <laughs> I just want to say I was nice and let that one go. I mean, no goodnicks is what they are. You can say, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let it go. Uh, no, man. I, I'll give you side. This looks like. I mean, AMC did what they did with uh, Walking Dead. This is. You said the, the echolocation thing. It feels a little bit like uh, Quiet Place uh, vibes, a tiny bit. Uh, and this is HBO with HBO's budgets. So I have a feeling this is going to be absolutely amazing. And and this is HBO, by the way, not HBO Max doing this. So, oh, okay. Which does make a bit of a difference because HBO doesn't have to cow, cower to anybody on what they spend on anything. Now they have to get viewers. But HBO Max is the one that's being run by Discovery, not HBO. Okay. So as we know, like a bunch of the things that come out are HBO content and some of them are HBO Max content that you get from having the service. So this is HBO. And, and I, I think I mentioned this the other day, but I just I'm almost done watching his Dark Materials. It's like eight episodes a season and they're in season three right now. Yeah. Um, my God, <laughs> the budget and the, and the, uh, the look of and feel of this whole, whole show. I'm like, dude, this feels like Avatar money. Like they're they're spending money on the show and it's it's good. It's a kids series. It's it's a series that's okay for kids that are a little bit older. Uh, but my God, the, the budget. So for this show coming out, oh, I bet they they released all the funds. Yeah. For Last of Us, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's from it's the the producers that did Chernobyl, which if you haven't seen that, it's a fantastic miniseries as well. Yeah, this is this is one of the most highly anticipated um, shows of twenty twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you see Chernobyl? Oh yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I forgot he did this. That's that's. I'm even more excited. Yeah. Well, and also and the, the other thing is not only did they have him, they brought in Neil Druckmann, who is more. He's he writes for video games, so he did Last of Us, the sequel, Uncharted, um, the Uncharted games. Oh, he did uh, the Thieves in. Yeah, he did all the Uncharted games, which are also phenomenal um, and led to movies. So that's huge to have Druckmann. They the to have the the wherewithal to know to bring him in on this was a good call by HBO. Now, isn't this game popular because of the amazing storyline and cutscenes? It, it, yeah, the story the storyline is one of the best studs, uh, storylines. The voice acting is great. The cutscenes are amazing. That's the thing is, 
if you didn't play the video game, you could probably find the whole Last of Us story on YouTube. Don't do it. Don't do it if you because yeah, we got the show coming out. But after the first, we'll see where the first season ends. But after that, like the sh- the the show was so good, or the game was so good that you could just it, me and my buddy, our buddy Parker, we would play like certain first place or first player games, and we would just hand the controller off. And there was times like you forget, oh yeah, I don't even care about playing. You just want to watch it because the story is so good. I mean, this went from yeah. PlayStation three to four to now five. And they made a sequel, and the sequel was this. I wonder if the sequel will be will be a part of this series because um, it it had very mixed reviews. I think because we didn't know what we were getting um, with the second one. Um, not that it was bad. I think by the at the end when I finally when I finished when we finished it and I saw what it what it was about, I was like, okay, I do actually like it a lot now that I've finished it. But I hated it while I was playing it because it wasn't what I thought I was getting into. Okay. Well, I just want to point one more thing out before we sure. move on. Um, uh, the character Marlene. Uh, do you remember that character? Uh, it's been a woman. while. I've, I've um, played it. I can't remember who which one she was. So, she looks. They're billing her as one of the main characters. Yeah. Um, and she was in Last of Us One and Last of Us Two in the video game. Yeah. Um, and I just want to point out, it's interesting. Same actress is playing her in the in the series. Oh, is did the voicing? Yeah, I mean, yeah, she did the voicing, and and they did the mocap of her for the okay. for the filming of the, uh, and she's like the yeah, she's the fourth character mentioned. Oh, I on, remember on her. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So she's the so she, she's a part of the. I won't go too into it. She's the part. She's like one of the head of the. Uh, she's in the Fireflies, uh, which okay. is That's the resistance. They're a resistance group. Okay, fair okay. enough. Well, yeah, she's. She's going to play the, her character. So I just thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Oh, that is neat. All right. Um, let's move on to A Man Called Otto. So you've probably seen a few trailers for this recently. Um, it's Tom Hanks um, being a lovable curmudgeon. Uh, Otto is a grump who's given up on life following the loss of his wife and wants to end it all. When a young family moves in nearby, he meets his match and quick-witted Mar- Marisol, leading to a friendship that will turn his world around. Uh, directed by Mark Fa- Forster. Um, it's Tom Hanks. That's about oh Cameron Britton oh my god I love Cameron Britton I didn't know he was in this um, but those are the only the names I recognize unless you recognize any other ones look Cameron Britton's not going to be a huge huge part uh, yeah from what it looks like upsetting. when I watch online it's mainly going to be him and the and the little girl yeah. uh, for the vast majority of the movie um, and you know fine <laughs> I mean look he he wanted to play a curmudgeon and he's playing a curmudgeon so all right yeah. whatever. Uh, I'm sure, you know what? I'm sure it'll be adorable. (laughs) I mean, that's the only thing I can say for it. It'll be, uh, I'll watch it with somebody else that's more into it than me. Uh, Probably like my wife will see something she'll get into. And it's Mark Forster. I mean, he rarely does bad things. Yeah. I would say the closest, he did Finding Neverland, which I thought was actually really great. And uh, no, he did Christopher Robin. I don't think he did Finding Neverland. Did he? He did Finding Neverland in 2000. Oh, yeah, you're right. He did Finding Neverland and and he did Christopher Robin and Hand of God, which was great. World War Z. One of my all time favorite indie movies is Stranger Than Fiction. Oh, he did Um, Stranger Than Fiction. I did love that. Yeah. Oh, I I did love that. that. Yeah. So I will probably watch this. And Quantum (laughs) of Solace. He did a Bond movie. Granted, it was one of the lesser Bond movies, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. But yeah, it was still good. 
Yeah, no, now that I saw Stranger Fiction on his resume and Finding Neverland. Yeah, this could be really it, good. So it'll be it'll be moving. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a seven point three so far on um on IMDB with three and a half thousand votes. Um so it could be an eight point three. Um and then let's see, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got uh it's a oh, lot of votes. Oh my gosh. All right. So there's 131 critic votes. There's over 500 audience votes. I'm going to give you two scores, and you let me know. This one might be tough. Well, I, I can't vote till, or no until I've seen it. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you can't do it ahead of time. Ah, that's a good point. Uh, ah, God, uh, yeah, if you want to follow the rules. Yeah, geez, man. Uh, no, it, I, I don't know. Uh, it seems like a lot of people have seen this movie that's not out yet. I don't know how. Yeah. There's thousands of votes. I mean, right? there's probably, like, I imagine they had a big New York and big um, L.A. release. Is this like a Netflix show, or is this a flat-out movie? No, it's a flat-out movie. Okay, okay. Yeah, based on the international bestseller. Okay, yeah, only in movie theaters. Hmm. Yeah, like I mean... Fall in love with the grumpiest man in America. I could see him playing that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah like I mean, it. the trailer looks like it's pretty fun. I didn't think I would actually, like go to my way to see it but i just have so many other things i want to go see the whale i want to see well i wanted to see babylon but i got bad reviews so i don't know maybe i'll go see this i've got uh, this is not something people in the movie industry want to ever hear me say out loud but the truth is this just isn't a movie i'm gonna run to the theater for yeah i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna enjoy watching this at my house yeah i'm not gonna run out of it's not it's not a movie that needs to be seen on an epic sized screen with 25 24 points around sound and when i go to theater that's what i'm paying for yeah so you know, otherwise I have a very large TV with good sa- good sound here. <laughs> that, yeah, you do. You do. Have I don't need to see a rom com. Yeah, that's fair. See, I've got that. You know. I've got the the Regal Pass where like I get to see as many movies as I want, and so. Oh, you, that's still a thing. Uh, so it's so it's different. It's not the movie pass, which it was. Um, that yeah. got that got shut down. Toot sweet. Um, but all the individual movie companies. Uh, our, our theater companies did their own. So, like, we have Regal in Chicago. Mostly, there's a there's an AMC, but it's too far. And Regal's, the, especially the one by me on Western, it's one of the busiest ones, and it's it sucks. It's it's always things are always broken, but it's I can walk to it, and um, they have like the 4DX and the IMAX 3D and all that. So, uh, but I can go, I can go see a movie a day as many times as I want in a month. And if I see a movie and a half, it's paid for. So I think it's like twenty two bucks a month. That's that's yeah, that's a no brainer, man. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. And as yeah, much yeah, as I like to go to the movie, awesome. so yeah. And Lauren's out of town this weekend, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get wild, man. I'm gonna watch some playoff football, and I'm gonna go to the movies. Oh, so and... you're gonna you're gonna do a double header? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Fair fair enough. Yeah. So, no, man. That that sounds like you more than makes up for itself. Do they do they have Cinemark up there? Um, I mean, we have, I think there's Cinemark in the north. I don't know if they are, in Chicago, the only ones I've seen are Regal and AMC. You don't want Regal. Regal's, okay. I think, the worst by far. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so Cinemark is, you know, getting bigger worldwide. I don't know if you realize this, but uh, where you lived in Dallas before you moved, you were directly across the street from the Cinemark, Cinemark World Headquarters. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I saw that their headquarters is right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right by the... Uh, what was that? What was that place? They sh- they served the tailpipes for the appetizers, where it was like yeah. egg rolls with barbecue. I can't remember what it was called. It was amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that place is gone, and it's replaced by somewhere even better. I can't uh, imagine. Uh, yeah, right. by Papa's 
company. Oh, uh, well, that is anyway. better. All right, yeah. let's move on. We're getting in the weeds here, but uh, theaters. let's move on to, <laughs> to plane. Um, plane as in Oof. P-L-A-N-E, as in flying a plane. Um, <laughs> Not that it's just a plane movie. Uh, well, <laughs> a pilot finds himself caught in a war zone after he's forced to land his commercial aircraft during a terrible storm. It's directed by Jean-Francois Richard, and um, he has directed such things as Bloodfather, which I think I saw part of that, and it was, it was, it's Mel Gibson um, during his um, forced sequestering from Hollywood. Um, Mel Gibson, oh man, that, Loaded cast, though. Mel Gibson, Aaron Moriarty, Diego Luna, William H. Macy, um, Dale Dickey. Wow. Which movie is this? This is Bloodfather. It came out a while ago, I remember. Basically, Aaron Moriarty shows up, and I think it's been a long time, and Mel Gibson's her dad. He lives in, like, a trailer. Um, An ex-con reunites with his estranged, wayward 17-year-old daughter, Depector, from drug dealers who are trying to kill her. I think I saw the beginning of this and phrase. didn't make it. I mean, it got a 6.4 on IMDb. It was a good movie. Did I you see it? it? Yeah, yeah, that's saw the whole thing. Yeah, okay. All right. It's a good flick. Yeah, the thing is, he's still a good actor. He's just an insane person. Oh, he also yeah. did oh, a, yeah. no. He also did Assault on Precinct 13, the one with uh, William Fishburne and Ethan Hawke. I know. Look, I know. Stop talking. I know. <laughs> but I still liked that movie. Now, it did have Ja Rule in it. Credibility Marla. just plummeted. <laughs> uh, uh, look, yeah, I yeah. know. I know. But I still I still enjoyed that movie for what it was. Apologize. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, this movie yeah. <laughs> finds our, our, our beloved treasure, Gerard Butler, uh, as, yes, a plane pilot, a uh, commercial plane pilot, who finds himself caught in a war zone. After he's forced to land said commercial aircraft during a terrible storm, uh, I believe he is supposed to be in South America, but that may be wrong. Yeah. Um, here's the deal. <laughs> uh, he decides that because he was the pilot of the commercial aircraft, he has to take on all the warlords to get the passengers back. I think that's international <laughs> law. I think that's the rule. That's, I mean, damn. That's uh, going the extra mile as a, as a pilot. Uh, luckily... He finds Michael Coulter in a prison next to him. I do love me some Michael uh, Coulter. And says, I'll free you uh, if you help me get these passengers back. And he happens to be uh, a... Well, Michael a, Coulter? A warlord. Yeah, yeah, he happens to be like a Delta Force type of guy. Yeah, obviously. And he's like, fine, fine, I'll help you. Of course. Uh, and he's, he decides to help out. So, all right. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll watch it. Tony Goldwyn's in it. So I do like Tony Goldwyn. Like him and Joey Slotnick, it's like they're both like, oh, I remember them from the 90s. Yeah. If you don't like Tony Goldwyn, you're a mom. Yeah, I do like Tony. Uh, (laughs) And and Paul Ben Victor. Uh, But uh, they're all going to be in it. So The Greek? I'll be watching it. Yeah. Um, It's also got, uh, uh, what's her name? Daniela Pineda, who was in Cowboy Bebop. She was in the recent Jurassic Park movies. She's like, she's coming up. Like, the thing is, I feel like she's about to. She's about to like crescendo, but she keeps, you know, Cowboy Bebop turned out to be kind of a turd. Um, Jurassic Park was not necessary. Um, so I didn't even realize she was in that. I don't remember that. That's probably for the, I mean, just <laughs> yeah, amnesia is the best way to address the, the Jurassic Park movies. Yeah. Um, you going to go to the theater for this one? Uh, no. no. <laughs> All right. No, yeah. I won't. I won't be going. Uh, but I wish them luck. Yeah, <laughs> I love Jerry. 
Uh, uh, yeah, I like Jerry. I like Mike Coulter. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, hopefully she does well. Uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's about all I can do. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, can't take that anymore. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's move on to something we actually are excited about. So this is the second season really? of Mayor of Kingstown. This is the um, Jeremy Renner-led, um, created by Hugh Dillon and Taylor Sheridan. Um, and it's Jeremy Renner, Diane Weist, Hugh Dillon, who's writer and uh, also the actor Taylor Hanley who I'd never seen before he plays his brother who I liked Emma Laird uh, returns I liked her um, dude Toby Bam Bamtefa who played the drug dealer I liked him a lot um, Aiden Gillen returns as like the super duper drug lord um, I'm trying to think of who else is in there Andrew Howard who's always Michael Beach a really good bad guy oh, yeah Michael Beach um, Michael Beach yeah um, so it's got some, it's, I mean, it's good. The first season was phenomenal. I loved it. Um, it's interesting to see how they're going to end this because this was filmed, wrapped and done before Jeremy Renner got hurt. We don't know what's going to happen with him. So it's going to be okay. I mean, all of his projects. It's going to be interesting to see what happens, um, you know, with the accident. Fair enough. Uh, quick question. Did you ever watch the bird box? Uh, was that the one where uh, Sandra Bullock uh, can't blind. see? Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. Well, purposely. She purposely blindfolds herself. Oh, okay. Uh, she can see. Oh, yeah. Why? I know. Why I heard it was yourself? God. I heard it was Only God. Only because it was like, like, yeah, it was like the biggest thing of the entire year. Yeah, I heard. Good Lord, man. Yeah, well, first of all, watch that. Okay. Because <laughs> Taylor Handley was in that. Uh, oh, okay. The brother uh, that you liked. Uh, I also always remember from Battle of Los Angeles, but uh, that was a bad movie. I, uh, it had its moments. <laughs> I like things up about it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It, it was perfectly fine for a mediocre movie. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like one that was supposed to be, you know, a B action movie. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm really pumped, man. I, I really liked season one of this show. Yeah, it is just all kinds of dark. <laughs> uh, and I mean, I. I'm conflicted with how I'm going to handle watching it with Jeremy Rear. Uh, but, uh, I mean, en enjoy is... it. You enjoy like but, maybe his last performance. Cause he's so awesome at acting. That's what I, I hope so. Yeah. No, I just meant versus being depressed. Oh yeah. <laughs> the whole yeah. time I'm watching it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't, Oof, I don't think this guy ever acted again. Um, I hope he does. I think he will. Say he will make a quote unquote, full recovery but that could mean yeah lives yeah uh, well yeah it looks, for, it looks like he's i mean they showed him in the hospital bed and like don't say fine no he's not fine <laughs> he's, not fine. he's yeah. alive yeah he's alive but yeah we don't know what's gonna happen with the the leg or the foot so, or anything so they did well worse they did confirm that you know how we thought those chest uh the the chest uh what do they call it trauma traumatic yeah trauma was from the cpr for yeah. a long time it was not the thing ran over his chest. Also. Oh my god! <laughs> they confirmed that. Yeah, they had to. They had to like re-stabilize his chest. So, Jesus. I don't think this guy will be able to exercise, like ever. It, yeah, it'll, it'll be a, <laughs> Again. a year until like he's at oh, the dude uh, until he's the best. Yeah. like at, at, you know until he's at least like walking probably. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think this like, like if his leg even heals, or if he gets it amputated and gives him the new leg, still his body won't be able to. I would think even begin PT for like another year. Like yeah. it's just, it sounds that bad. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I wish the guy the best. I would go ahead and tell you this show's probably canceled. Um, oh, yeah. I hate to say it, but 
as much as I want. You know, that's why I'm saying, like, I don't know how I'm going to handle watching this. Like, I, I'm, it's going to end on a cliffhanger. You know what it is. Yeah. And it's because they didn't have any idea. So, so this is going to be, it's going to be canceled, man. There's no way around it, right? I yeah. Mean, or, or hope they can. You know, maybe they'll, they'll probably wait a year before they cancel it, just to see where he is. But probably, I'm guessing, twelve months from now, he's like, I'm still two, three years out minimum from doing something. So, yeah. and then they're going to go ahead and cancel it at that point. So, we'll see. But I say watch it because oh, I'm going to watch it. Amazing. Yeah. I'm sure this will be too. And then let's just pray for the best. Sounds good. Um, moving on, uh, we have, so I've, I don't know if you've ever, you've actually watched this, but Servant, which is on Apple TV plus, I don't know why it needs a TV and a plus. Yeah. It's, it's gotten great reviews, um, on IMDB, it's got a 7.5 with 30,000 votes. So it's closer to, um, an 8.5, um, on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, you say you've seen it? I've seen the first three episodes and it was really, 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 really solid. Okay. And then I forget what I did, but I had to go out of town for a couple of weeks for work and something else. And I didn't get back to it before. Like, I think it was summer when like 30 things hit at one time and I just never made it back. But yeah. I'm, I need to, I need to make it back because not only did I think it was already really creepy and really good, the actors in it individually were amazing. So, Toby Cabell Cabell and Tony Revolori in it. Oh my God. I'm in. I mean, everyone in it so far that I watched was absolutely killing it. So even, even um, what's the redhead woman's name in it? Um, Uh, Lauren Ambrose. Lauren Ambrose. Yeah. Like she's the, at the beginning supposed to be kind of an unlikable character and that she's losing her mind. I don't say unlikable, but losing her mind. Uh, and I mean, she sells it, man. She's so good. She's so good. Yeah. And even even her brother, uh, Rupert Grant, uh, does a really good job. And uh, yeah, I, I strongly suggest people watch it um, okay. if they like, you know, more eerie types of shows. I mean, it's from M Night Shyamalan, so I'm imagining there's going to be a huge twist at some point. Yeah, I saw a preview for the. Uh, uh, or a trailer for the for the new last season. This is the final season, and I'm not going to tell you anything from it. But uh, I saw something that made me go, "Oh, damn! This show is escalated." Okay. <laughs> I, now and that's what made me decide, like, "Oh, I'm I'm going to go back and watch it now." That's going to be my new show. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I won't count this against you just because you haven't seen enough of it. But two scores on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, you guess which one? So I got a 91 and a 78. Ooh, uh, that is, I'm going to say 91's audience. Uh, critics. Really? Yeah. They love it? Yeah, they love it. Can't get enough of it. That's, that's impressive. All right. Yeah, I'll, I need to watch, uh, I need to watch more of that. So yeah, I'll catch up on that opinion. one. All right, fair enough. Um, and then last, but certainly least, is, uh, the second and final season of Hunters, the, uh, Amazon Prime show with al pacino and i mean a good cast they they spent money on that al pacino logan lerman who i think is super underrated uh lena olin carol kane josh radner uh tiffany boone who i am liking more and more um dylan yeah. baker i love me some dylan baker jennifer jason lee um but 
Yeah, I don't. I tried it. I wanted to like it. It's a pretty interesting premise. So it's in 1977, New York City, a troubled young Jewish man bent on revenge is taken in by a secret group of Nazi hunters fighting a clandestine war against the cabal of high ranking Nazi officials in hiding who worked to create the Fourth Reich. <laughs> it could have been awesome. It's just it could've just been. dragged so much. And just to kind of give you an idea, um, the first season came out February 21st of 2020. It's been three years, and they're just now bringing out the second and final season. Man, that's that's wild. Uh, what number is that? Amazon? That's Amazon. Okay, so hmm, that I mean, it's surprising that they they had to wait that long. And uh, I wonder what made them. If it was greenlit, like I'm wondering what slowed them down to make it. I don't think it did well. Like but I think it had a lot of people tune season. in, and so they're like, "Oh, yeah. it's doing so well." But I don't think the the big thing with like the algorithms. I I know this works for Netflix. I'm sure the other ones use as well. Is that um, is a completion percentage? Like how much? Like when you started something, did you complete it? And but why renew it? It's Amazon. Like they, they don't they really seem like they know point. what they're doing. They're just kind of throwing they're everything done. against the wall. And when something sticks, they, they hype it up, but they don't really... I mean, it's weird. Some of the biggest stuff, they don't advertise very much. Yeah. I mean, it feels like the kind of show that if season one had been good, they could have gotten anyone they wanted in the show because it's got kind of that, we're just going to have some fun with this feel. Yeah. Like, like it's Nazis. You know what I mean? It's Nazis. Let's, we're going to bring them into america and not hide it you know what i mean and so like you know the e people who are doing evil can play it really freaking evil you know and and people wanting to kill him can act like they really enjoy getting to you know it just feels like it would be fun yeah so uh kind of like inglorious bastards i mean you know the way christopher watts just got to really embrace evil yeah uh and so yeah i'm i'm surprised well dylan <laughs> baker plays the i mean from the i think two or three episodes i watched dylan baker is the wow. main bad and he's very very okay. like he did a great job he's very yeah, evil he could do it. yeah that's good casting it is good <laughs> casting yeah. yeah yeah i mean just in the first okay. episode like if you watch his part in it um where he's with his family like you're like oh like it sets a good tone it just drug it drug out way too much, and I just could never, I could never just. I wanted to like it, I just could not get into it. It just it, it drug way too way too hard. It never really got to the point. Um, yeah. It got decent. I gave so, up fast. Yeah, I think one episode in, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So um, on IMDb, it's got a seven point two, which with forty thousand votes, which is an eight point two, which is good. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, sixty seven percent audience. Um, but for critics, uh, not enough ratings to calculate a score, which is surprising that the critics didn't. Yeah. Mm, that and, is and this thing's like the kind I of think, thing that the critics might lean into a little bit. Well, I think it ended up having, there was something I'm remembering now, there was something that felt like they were going to have a little too much, like, revenge, torture for glory kind of thing. Like, mm -hmm. uh, did they have like human chess in one of the first episodes i know it's been, you know it's been three years i don't remember yeah yeah uh, that sounds sure I, that sounds right but i don't remember that was what made me walk away yeah they had like a bunch of jews as like the oh black yeah i do chess. remember that yeah. and like when one took the spot they'd murder him for real and uh you know and make the next person move up and i remember thinking jesus this is too much murder porn this is like the the 
where I walked out on Walking Dead, you know, when yeah. they added what's his name to death. I was like, I don't want to watch murder porn, you know, because uh, yeah. they're almost, I don't know. I don't know. It was bad enough as it is. You didn't need to make it even worse. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to the people. So, yeah. Yeah, because it's not like I you watched. have to demonize Nazis. Like, it's in the... Like, yeah, it's, it's already it, done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, wait, these they guys are bad? Yeah. Millions in gas chambers. We don't need to make it more evil. Yeah. Like, it's plenty fucking evil. Uh, yeah, I think that's when I left. Yeah. I was like, eh, I'm not going to watch this unless I hear the reviews are amazing. And then the reviews were not amazing. So yeah. I just never went back. Yeah. Um, but that's still, I mean, look, Last of Us, Man Called Auto, I'm more into. Mayor Kingstown, I'm certainly into. Plane, yeah. um, if you've got time, I'm going to wait for it to come out on streaming. But Servant, yes. I might try to get into that just because I keep, I I'm going to try it. Good things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try it out. Um, watch it with the, watch it with the lady. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause, well, we're trying to, lately we've been trying to get through, um, um, for all mankind. For all mankind. Not really get through because we've been enjoying it. Although the most recent episode, I texted I know, you. you. Like I very. <laughs> I already knew what it was. <laughs> yeah, there were some storylines. I'm like, this is so unnecessary. I don't, why would you even? Why would you? It's like they needed a filler because of the nope, other stuff. There's a good reason. Oh, there's all right, fine. Oh, I hate it though. Yeah, there's a good reason. Uh, but yeah, I know. I I see. I it, I thought it was gross, but it didn't like drive me nuts like it did you. But, it drove uh, because it doesn't make. It just doesn't make. sense sense i don't think i don't know well, i don't want to ruin anything i don't want to get into it oh well, but... i mean even in the specific moment without anything to happen later in that specific moment like you understand a, still a little bit was just like he reminded her of something good like she she hadn't had anything good happening in her life since her son you know passed but that's like kind that of what made it creepy is that it reminded her I, of I, know, her I know i know i know i know i know but uh yeah. All right, let's yeah. move on because we've got news and trailers, and man, do we good have ones. some good trailers. So right off the bat was the second and final trailer for Ant-Man 3, Quantumanium. Um, I wasn't going to watch it just because the movie comes out. Yeah, the movie comes out in about a month, and I don't need – I'm going to – I'm like, I'm, I'm there. I'm seeing it. I don't need any – I don't need any more information. Um so I was going to go, but then I ended up watching the trailer, and I do regret it. I think some stuff would have been spoiled. Like, if you haven't seen it, you might want to skip ahead, but that MODOK is in it. That certainly would have gotten spoiled. Um, and then our friend, friend uh, Texter, we've kind of been discussing, we think it's Darren Cross um, because um, what's-his-face yeah. is... Yellow Jacket. Yeah, Yellow Jacket. Uh, what's his real name? Well, it ended... The first Ant-Man ended with him getting sucked further and further and further into the... the the quantum realm. Called, quantum yeah. realm. Yeah. And so Corey stole sense. Corey stole. Corey stole. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense that he, he ended up there. So, uh, you know, and, and, and also not perfectly healthy. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if he's Modoc, it's interesting that it would be like some form of like a life support system. Right. It's not like they have hospitals down yeah. there. Uh, but they've got a brilliant guy from the future, uh, in Kang who may have created, uh, Modoc, who's also, uh, an evil scientist and wasn't yeah and so yeah. so i could i could see that i yeah. could see that working out yeah he was an evil scientist that was working for aim uh i think his in the comics his father created aim he was a scientist gets injured and then ends up oh you mean in the comics in the comics kills his father and takes over aim um modok does um, but he's always supposed to be ridiculous like what is what does modok stand for do you remember oh uh something got dealing of cat uh, or Keth, I'll, I'll look. Uh, killing is. I know the last is go. killing. Um, Mental organism designed only for killing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. MODOK is out there. But you and I both, like, the whole time, I want MODOK. Give me MODOK. We got the show, and the show wasn't very good, which is too bad, but... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But... Yeah, okay. All right, so... We also got Kang in full Kang uh, outfit, which was awesome, because it's... I mean, it looked just like the comics, except, like... It, it didn't look ridiculous. That's a hard... Kang is a hard character to pull straight from the comics in his Kang outfit and not look ridiculous. But um, they did a good job of that. Yeah, they really did. And you can tell there's going to be... There's some... There's some. Uh, what's the term, Red Herrings? In the yeah. uh, in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, and there, we do at one point see a whole pit of Scott Lane's. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, so there's going to be, I guess where I'm going with that is anything we saw in the trailer that showed Scott Lang could have easily been one of the multi millions of multiverse versions of Scott Lang. Yeah. So it could be like we see a part at the end of the trailer that looks like it's a spoiler to the to the end, you know, fight scene where he kind of says, you know, you think you can win. It's embarrassing that you think you could win or something like that. And he goes, I don't have to win. We just both have to lose. And, yeah. and it looks like he's doing something to sacrifice both of them. Yeah. And uh, which one I think would be amazing. Two, I think is definitely them messing with us. <laughs> yeah. Because so far, every Marvel trailer we've seen for the past, like, you know, five years has been taken all from Act One. So I don't think we've seen Act Two and Act Three parts of, of, no. well, uh, of, of this movie yet. Well, one part that's interesting is, so William Jackson Harper is going to be this one, which is fantastic. I think he's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, as it, They have him um, as Quaz, Q-U-A-Z, but there's a character in the Marvel Universe known as Quasar. Um, there's actually a group, the Phyla Vell is one, Richard Ryder, Avril Kincaid, and Wendell Vaughn is also known as Quasar. So it could be him... Um, which is interesting because they hmm. that they uh, would bring in Silver Age of comic heroes like Silver Surfer, Adam Warlock, which we know Adam Warlock is coming, uh, Captain Marvel or Marvel. Um, so, and I know they had like the Quantum Bands. He's incredibly powerful. So that's kind of interesting that we might get introduced to them. And man, I tell you what, don't give William Jackson Harper a small role. He's too good of an actor for that. Yeah, I agree. What I was worried about is. There's like a there's a character they show that's kind of got like a like a lamp for a head, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking about? Um, okay. When they first show him and he's like holding a big staff with a lamp on it and his head kind of uh, looks. At, I, I watched the like, I watched the trailer once. I don't want to watch it anymore though, just because. I they, mean, it was in the first trailer. Was it okay? Watched. They show a bunch of like creatures like stand up and look at them when they when they appear in the quantum realm, and it's like this. Yeah, this big guy and he's holding a staff. He's basically got like a match for a head looking thing. And I was like, oh, I bet that's William Jackson and he's voicing it. But oh, hate uh, could be wrong. Yeah. But anyway, I'm excited. The one thing that got me really excited is that he's got the time band. Okay, he's got the time uh, module thing on his arm that uh, he who shall remain is wearing okay. uh, back in back in Loki. Yeah. So he has the ability to manipulate the time again. So that's I don't know. There's so much potential for opening up the world of uh, this new phase that it's, it's going to be a blast. Yeah, yeah, I think this is going to have huge ramifications across the MCU. Um, it yeah. has to, just with so much being so Kang heavy. Um, yeah. But we can go on for that forever. Let's move on to uh, a TV show coming out called The Consultant. 
Um, I believe the premiere date is February 24th. Um, I, we talked about this before in one of our earlier episodes. So the, the, the blurb is follows a relationship between employee and boss asking how far we will go to get ahead and to survive. Um, it's Christoph Waltz as basically the consultant who looks like he's pure evil. Um, Nate Wolf. Um, I'm trying to see who else I know. I think Nate Wolf's the consultant. Oh, is he? Yeah, I mean, you consult to the boss. So oh, I think, uh, okay. Christoph Waltz is the boss, and, and uh, he has Nate consultant. And Nate Wolf is a consultant. I gotcha. Okay. That will do whatever he's going to do here. Uh, but the trailer is, yeah, it looks like Christoph Waltz runs a company. Um, is very evil. I don't know. It said, like, when he, it looked like he did an introduction to the whole staff. Like, I'm, I'm just here to help out. Oh, maybe you're right. I think it's him. I think he's the consultant. But regardless, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's Christoph Waltz being very evil. I'm in. Yeah, that that makes more sense because he could come in and then immediately have a say in whether anybody goes or doesn't. Yeah, That's, puts you in kind of an evil power play. Yeah, so yeah. that that makes sense. Uh, no, I'm uh, I, I'm really excited. I mean, Christopher Waltz, Waltz being evil. I'm in. Yeah, that's all you had to say. And I get uh, eight um, episodes um, of it. Cool. Yeah, I'm here for that all day long. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm excited. February 24th is when that comes out. I I don't know too much more about it. Um, I would check out the trailer. Um, he seems to smell people, which is interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, so there's some dead bodies involved. I don't know, but yeah, check out the trailer. It's it it looks good. It's Christoph Waltz. It's on Amazon Prime, um, so maybe we'll get the sequel in three years. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and last right. but not least, we, we went over this in our 2023 movie preview. Um, Bo is Afraid. It's the new Ari Aster, you know, written and directed by the same guy that did Hereditary and Midsummer. so I imagine this is going to be terrifying. Uh, Bo is Afraid. Basically, Joaquin Phoenix mm-hmm. is playing... Um, a char- he's playing Bo in four different stages of his life. It also has Parker Posey, super underrated, Amy Ryan, super underrated, Richard Kine, who I just love, and Nathan Lane. Uh, also, Michael Gandolfini, Stephen McKinley Henderson, who you've seen in a ton of things. Um, I think Lloyd Lister Jones has been getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, right. This is, yeah. This so, is quite a cast. And really, from what we've seen of his movies, like, it doesn't even need to be that big of a cast, you know, acting yeah. wise. Like, uh, it's going to, I think, uh, the relationship between Joaquin Phoenix and then his captors and Amy Ryan and, and Nathan Lane is going to be just horrific. So we'll, yeah. we'll see how that all goes. But yeah, I watched the trailer and I am, I am totally there for it. I'll, I'll be going to the theater for this one. Yeah. So it looks like Bo is basically, he just grows up kind of a sad existence, afraid of everything. Um, gets mm-hmm. hit by a car by Amy Ryan, and they take him in and like patch up him, and it looks like he's now inside in, in a cult. Of they won't some let kind. him leave. Do what? Yeah. And they won't let him leave. Yeah, they yeah. won't let him leave. So he says, like, why won't you let me leave? So, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, all these yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, the cast and Arya Ari Aster is to that point where like I- I'm just intrigued. After Hereditary and Midsummer were so great. Um, this is also another A24. I believe the first two were also A24. And rarely has there been a case where, like, oh, it's from this production company. I just want to see it based on that. But A24 has become that where I just want to see A24 movies. They're so good. Yeah, no, I agree. And apparently this 
So, so Ari Aster, who did this movie, um, he had a he had a, a, a script for a short called Bo. Yeah, a long time ago, and like I'm just reading on here that apparently that was an extremely liked and enjoyed uh, uh, short, and and everybody's been kind of asking forever if he's going to do anything else, and he's like, no, I fully plan on on expanding on this at some point, and he did make the short called Bo. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that could be pretty interesting. So uh, Billy Mayo was originally going to be the lead. Yeah. For this, who was in that specific short uh, called Bo, and he's been in like every other film to some degree of of his. So they said it was it was kind of shocking he ended up passing on doing this, and oh, he had to settle for Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the movie's going to do just fine. I, yeah, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Um, let us move on. So this is the last of the trailers before we get to the news. Uh, sure. but <laughs> certainly not least. So I was trying to tell you this. You're, I was like, I'm telling you, you got to see this. The, the Renfield trailer. You got to see it. You got to see it. So it's Dracula's henchman, yep. Renfield, from Bram Stoker's um, book. Um, and he's an inmate, and he's basically Dracula's. He's under Dracula's spell, and he's his familiar. Um, Dracula mm-hmm. will be played by, Drac- uh, by Nicolas Cage. Uh, Nicholas Holt will be Renfield. Aquafina is in it uh i'm trying to see who else ben schwartz let me some ben schwartz william ragsdale who's that he's a character actor and a bunch of stuff as is adrian martinez um yeah there's no way there's no good way for me to describe this i tried describing it to you and you're like "Eh, i don't know but as soon as you see the trailer you're like i'm 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 in so much no oh my god i'm so in Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i'm uh, yeah i'm i mean i if i could if i got pre-order my ticket right now i'd do it yeah that's yeah, it, it just, it's going to be funny. I have a, I mean, just the way he, the whole intro to the trailer was magical. <laughs> I mean, I, I need to get out of a toxic relationship. Yeah. Okay, you just, you, you pitched the whole movie to me right there. Yeah. I was like, got it. He's in a toxic relationship with a spoiled brat psychotic boss uh that he he's a he's a he has to do his bidding for it's perfect that's perfect that's i I never saw it that way i i can't unsee it i want to see that movie right now and uh what's her name aquafina being in it just makes it that much better yeah so this is based on an original idea by robert kirkman who also did um the walking dead of course it is yeah (laughs) um and several others uh and it's directed by chris mckay invincible who did Invincible? That's right. Who did the Lego Movie, the Lego Batman Movie, and the Tomorrow War? Which I mean, for the Tomorrow War, it had its moments. It wasn't. It was all right. I didn't mind it. Yeah. Um, the Lego Movie was great. Uh, I heard the Lego Batman Movie was mm-hmm. phenomenal. I never saw that. But, Lego Batman was great. Yeah, that's what everyone says. But I'm, yeah, I'm so, I'm in this. Uh, it comes out April fourteenth. Yeah, I would pre-order my ticket if I could now. Yeah, I don't blame you at all. Uh, yeah, man, uh, I'm 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 gonna go see it, and that's just all, all that did. <laughs> you bringing all that up to me was made me even more excited. Invincible's coming back out soon. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Uh, all right, let's get to the news. So, um, one of the things is Tim Miller is going to uh, do the reshoots for Borderland. Um, I'm a little nervous one that eli roth was the main director um 
just because I'm not a big Eli Roth. I think he's probably good at horror. I'm not a huge horror person. Um, but I like Tim Miller coming in and doing reshoots because maybe he can put this back on track. Um, he's the one that did the first Deadpool. Um, Terminator Dark Fate, which was better than people gave it loved credit it. for. Yeah, I'll say it. I loved it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I didn't like who they got to play the one girl, but I thought it was a good job. They, um, he did one of the Love, Death, and Robots. Um, yeah, and Deadpool. And then, yeah, so I'm interested to see how he... How he handles it makes this. me nervous that they need reshoots at all. <laughs> but the fact that the reshoots will be done by Tim Miller to me makes me think that the studio said we need a little more comedy in this. Um, it needs to still be great action, yeah. It needs to be still be great action, but we also need a little bit more comedy in this. So maybe they just didn't lean into the comedy as much as they could have when you've got a horror director in there. Um, and he was trying to make it more dystopian scary future type you know creature things and and just didn't know how to enjoy let you enjoy the time with them as well so and tim miller would be just the perfect guy to do that so yeah uh, while also being like we said familiar with i mean love death robots in a nutshell that's what this is right (laughs) tim miller created love death robots oh did he create that i didn't realize he created that yeah yeah that was his idea i think it was based off his short rockfish which was really really popular well and he got he got David Fincher and the two of them worked together and and uh, created Love Death and Robots as a series and 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 got sent the ideas out to other buddies who were directors and had ideas for films. So this was yeah this was uh, he was one of the people that started that and his movies are funny. I mean uh, I mean the Deadpool movies were hilarious. So uh, yeah I'm I'm excited about it. I, I, I'm I'm genuinely excited about it. I want to see how he fixes it. I just again anytime there's got to be reshoots this extensive. I don't know that you've ever hear, heard anything good, right? Yeah. I mean, solo, horrible. Like, well, but <laughs> he, that's the thing is they took they took the directors off of that and and they just fired them and brought in new ones. This one is he's overseeing a short round of reshoots. It's the only reshoots that are scheduled, and apparently it's with the blessing of Roth, um, and he has not been fired from the film. Um, they're just mm-hmm. having Miller, but yeah, it does not inspire confidence. I will say that. Yeah, because you have two different directors' visions and tone being forced into the same movie. It's going to be choppy. Yeah, these are but, very different, very, very different uh, yeah. directing styles. But the cast is unbelievable. Kate Blanchett is Lilith is perfect casting. Haley Bennett, who is really good. If you ever see, uh, I think it's called Swallow. It's very, it's not a great movie, but mm. she, it's a lot of her, and she's really good in it, and it's disturbing. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis, Kevin Hart, Jack Black as Claptrap, which is perfect. Gina Gershon is Moxie is perfect. Um, Ariana Greenblatt, who seems to be making, uh, getting bigger and bigger. Bobby Lee, Cheyenne Jackson, Edgar Ramirez. I love me some Edgar Ramirez. Florian uh, Montano. Uh, he was, uh, was it Razor Fist in um, Shang-Chi? <laughs> yeah. I, I like that guy. He's great. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I'm excited about it because I love the first two video. I played the first two video games. And I loved it. Well, I played the third one, but it wasn't very good. So, I'm excited about it. Um, oh, Montano also played uh, Ivan Drago's son in Creed 2. Okay, okay. So, yeah. Um, I don't see when this is coming out. I don't have anything. I mean, if they're doing reshoots, there's probably nothing that's, even if they gave you one, probably isn't too solid. But, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. That's a little nervous, but all right. 
Um, and this one you just labeled as Berlanti making all the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't, there's no word exactly yet on, on what the uh, new WB contract is going to be worth. Um, but, you know, with Warner Brothers Discovery letting go of everybody um, and everything that was already in, uh, in place, including the $400 million J.J. Abrams uh, contract, uh, they just took Greg Berlanti and extended an ominous deal through 2027. Now, to give you an idea, Berlanti made $400 million in 2018. Good Lord. So... For yeah, for five years of content, <laughs> with COVID in the middle, he made four hundred million, and that was for the DC, the DC shows that were on the CW, um, which we we already know about, and then Doom Patrol on HBO Max. Um, now CW is done, <laughs> and they're not going to you know go forward with any of those shows anymore. So it's freeing up a t- amount of time for this guy. But what's interesting is. You know, he's known for DC, right? I mean, he's done like 100 DC things. On, and then the on one CW, that he, mostly. On CW, sure. But the one that he does have on HBO Max is Doom Patrol. Um, and James Gunn and Saffron just signed this mega deal uh, to, to to run everything DC. Which, and that's going to be, you know, film, games, animation, television, everything. will all have a through storyline that will be interconnected through it all. So I think what a lot of people are really interested in finding out right now is what will Berlanti be working on specifically? Uh, will it be DC stuff with, you know, under guns supervision or of storyline, you know, or will he just move to all kinds of new, you know, content? Like, cause he did uh, the, the Archie one, uh, Riverdale, R- Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, which was which popular. Was, I never saw it. I had no interest, but I, yeah, it was real popular. So I mean, he can he can do other things, you know. And uh, so so we'll see what he ends up doing. Uh, but yeah, either way, I'm, I'm sure it's gonna it's gonna make all the money. <laughs> and so if he made four hundred million for five years of content, and now he just signed up for another five years, do you think he made another four hundred million? Uh, I bet it's more than that. I, I bet it's he, half a billion. God. So not so on top of. Oh, and I should say we should say by the way, Titans is also technically he's an EP on. Um, and Free Guy, he was the EP on as well. I don't know if you, everybody saw Free Guy or not. Yeah, that was oh, that, Reynolds, they, if they, they haven't, should. they should. It's yeah, it's they delightful. Should. Yeah, you should yeah, see it he a was few also, times. yeah, he was also the EP on the animated Deathstroke, which was actually a great animated. Yeah, that's pilot, what you're saying the Love and Dragons which, one. Yeah, yeah. So, man, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that he could make some more things that are more like the Doom Patrol, which I'm all for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, well, and this one apparently, so now with this deal, the TV show, uh, DC stuff is supposed to, is going to be done with the, I think it's going to be more connected with the movies is what it looks like, which is, uh, with the James Gunn or James Gunn will be the DC movies, Berlanti will be the shows, but there's going to be like a synergy between the two. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, he does also, I, I should remind he also does have the spinoff uh, called Dead Boy Detectives, which is also oh, coming yeah. to HBO you, Max. We saw a little bit so, of that. You, you get a glimpse of them in Doom Patrol as well. Right. Yeah, exactly. So uh, so there will be at least two things that he'll still be doing on HBO Max that are DC. So if that's still going forward, 
that's kind of interesting that that hasn't been canceled because that tells me that James Gunn likes where he's doing with that. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, so let us move on to the last bit of uh, news that we have. Taylor Sheraton owns streaming TV. <laughs> so <laughs> he owns it all. Yeah. Uh, Ter- Taylor Sheraton shows yeah. dominate most watch list across broadcast and streaming charts. 1923, Tulsa King, um, Yellowstone. Those are all his, and they all, they beat out America's Got Talent. Jesus, America's Got Talent's saying, one and, of the top. Yeah, and, and uh, Mary Kingstown was December two years ago, and the new season's this season, so yeah. that wasn't even in, you know, in, in this list. So it it would have been if this came out another month from now. So, dude, he is. I mean, we we've always talked about it, but of the top ten, he had uh, he had three of the top ten streaming shows. That is absolutely unreal. <laughs> and he has others like we've talked about in, in the works and, and Mayor Kingstown about to come out. So dude is, he's just printing money, man. Yeah. He's printing money for this network. We, we discussed this briefly the other day, but it's just interesting to see it laid out by the numbers. And he really is as big as we thought he was. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I mean, you, you understand why they're giving him all this money. Yeah. I mean, everything he um, does has been a, has been a hit, like, and not just a hit, but like, huge critical hits like Tulsa King. Do what? But critical, uh, critics and viewers yeah. liking it. You know what I mean? Like this, this is, And not just his shows, his movies. Hell or High Water, Wind River. He wrote Sicario. He wrote, I think, both Sicarios. He's got a Hell or, for a Hell or High Water series coming out Ooh, okay. uh, pretty soon. He's got a series called Olympus that he's working on. Um, and then there's a series called Dark Invasion, which I'm interested in as well as uh, a show called Landman about yeah. uh, West Texas uh, uh, Billy Bob Thornton yeah. uh, TV series about him. Yeah, Said so the that... proverbial boomtowns of West, West Texas, Landman is a modern-day tale of fortune-seeking in the world of oil rigs. The series is an upstairs-downstairs story of roughnecks, roughnecks and wildcat billionaires feeling a boom so big it's reshaping our climate, our economy, and our geopolitics. Cool. Dude, I... I... I like all of that. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll tell you the one I'm most excited about because it just sounds so awesome. Because uh, we, we all know he came from the Sicario movies. He mm-hmm. did an amazing job with those Sicario movies. Uh, he's got one a movie called Fast being made with Gavin O'Connor. It is a former U.S. Special Forces officer is recruited by the government's DEA to lead a takedown of drug dealers who are protected by the CIA. Wow. <laughs> How 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 could you make that sentence more awesome? Yeah, <laughs> I mean that is that is unreal. Yeah, DEA and special forces taking down drug dealers backed by the CIA. I've, that is going to be amazing. How about this one? It's uh, called Lioness. It's eight episodes. A young marine okay. is recruited by the CIA to befriend the daughter of a terrorist group in order to bring down the organization from within. Um, Zoe Saldana is in an episode. I don't really recognize anyone else. Oh, that's because they haven't announced the the cast yet. We discussed this a little bit uh, the other day. So Zoe Saldana will actually be a full time uh, cast uh, oh, okay. member now, awesome. as well as Nicole Kidman. Whoa! All right. Yeah, yeah. This is this is going to be great. <laughs> this is going to be his their new big budget thing. So this is going to be the, his first like thing to rival Yellowstone. 
Um, and yeah, and they've got the production company that uh, Nicole Kidman is part of as well, which has done nothing but but huge stuff. Yeah. So they've got the backing of a of a big company. So I'm sure they end up getting all kinds of things that they may want. Yeah. Uh, you know, budget wise, all that kind of stuff. Uh, LaMonica Garrett will also be in it, who was really good in uh, that 1883. He was probably the only good part of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Jill Wagner, who I am not super familiar with. Do you know Jill Wagner? I do not. Okay. So yeah, she's the only other person that's going to be a big, a big player in this. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, the guy's just, I mean, he's just on a tear of just making as much stuff as possible. Apparently, I think I was talking to you about this. I don't know if we said it on the show, but uh, I was listening to the podcast, a script apart and they're talking to Terrence winter and he's like, Oh yeah. Uh, Taylor Sheridan just like knocked out the, uh, the script for the, uh, for the pilot episode of Tulsa King and sent it over. It's like, Hey, would you do this? <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> show off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me just knock out one of TV's most streamed TV shows yeah. in, in a couple seconds. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Fine. Um, uh, whatever. That is all we have for today. Um, we are wrap. We are finishing up our award show. Hopefully, we'll have that to you next week, and we'll have that come out because, uh, and hopefully, it won't be as dumb as the Golden Globes. So, until that time, catchphrase. What do you retort?